Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Right, we have the tools, we have the talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. Hey, welcome into episode 58 of the Bama Geeks podcast. We hope you are doing oh so well. Hello. uh, Hi. Hi. I'm Brock Parker. That's my wife, Jessica. That's me. These guys, that is Kevin. And that is Bo, if you can see where I'm pointing. There we go. <laughs> For and, our audio, audio listeners. listeners. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pointing. I'm not sure if we do stereo. Am I coming out of the left or the right speaker? We're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which, whichever ear you don't stick a Q-tip in. Hey. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those nights. So um, we just came. We just came out of our Patreon episode where we we are enjoying that uh, Brock and Jessica currently have a nocturnal um, home improvement man next door that is is um is, is causing a ruckus. We're he starting sounds this like he's, with, Sounds like he's banging down the walls of the house. That we're starting the episode off with a bang or fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. And then yeah. the weather radio went off. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be an eventful night. This, I tell you what, any type of planning that we did for this episode, which is very little anyway, has gone mm-hmm. out the window. Yep. Because I, my brain has now gone a couple of different directions. <laughs> um, we have been, yeah, as soon as we started recording the Patreon episode, some guy next door, uh, we're recording this, as most of you know, on Sunday night. Um, the sun is setting and. And Billy Bob, the builder (laughs) is, I mean, Mm -hmm. if you can hear that, that's what we're dealing with right outside at nighttime on a Sunday night. Mm -hmm. Why are you out there at this time of night doing construction on a Sunday night? Look, look, devil's advocate, Brock. What's the temperature outside right now? Look, I don't care. This man can swelter in it for all I care doing this. So uh, you're going to have some bonus noises for this episode of our podcast. And and we apologize. It's out of our control. I went, I walked outside during the Patreon episode, gave him the stink eye. And he's just boom, boom. It's yeah. It's currently 82 degrees in case you're wondering, Kevin. Yeah. So I'm sure so it feels not, better. Not 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 a heat index of 100. So that's, that's yeah. definitely better. Yeah, I want to say the index did it get over 100 today. The heat index Bad. got to 100 in Birmingham today. Yeah. yeah. So I I could understand it's and he doesn't know that we're in here recording a podcast and it's okay. 
So if if uh, is it, if, is if it we kind of lose, is it no? Is it really no? <laughs> and it, you know, add, add on to the fact that we have been sweltering this weekend, and the, the heat's been in the nineties. We've been outside quite a bit, even today, and so we're trying not to be cranky. Um, <laughs> we we've actually we're actually are in pretty good moods, but this guy has now um, has now not helped my my uh, love of the humanity um, yeah it's 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 annoying I, it's okay I, I can admit it this is annoying so okay well see, to- that makes me feel better because i thought you were getting mad because i was doing peter satara karaoke a while ago no and i enjoy that no, okay I- okay i was just making sure because it seemed like you started getting a little after hey. that no, i'm just yeah. also hey, surprised man. because the firework stands are going up around town so <laughs> oh, you know gosh. people love to celebrate oh, you yeah. know the fourth of july on yeah, the, you know this next week is yeah. gonna be uh Jess's dad's dog's favorite time of the year. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah. Golly, you know, the I next three so... weeks. Because didn't we, didn't, we, didn't we do an episode one time where mm-hmm. someone was doing oh, fireworks yeah. like two yeah. weeks after? last year. Yeah, yeah it was two, yeah, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, people are all signed. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm super fortunate that I have one dog that's like, eh, and the other dog that's like, what? Because she's deaf. <laughs> <laughs> What's going really? on? I don't know. <laughs> First of all, she's Australian. She doesn't celebrate. <laughs> Second of all... <laughs> She can't hear it, so there's no trauma in in, in Addie's life. So. Pretty lights, what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that people love to celebrate their freedom. I I am, hey. but you know, there's a day set aside for that. Yeah. We don't have to celebrate it, you know, every week in July. Every night. Every night. We celebrate yeah. until the fireworks stands close. Okay. Yeah. Until they, and, and they don't close until people stop coming up there. So I mean, <laughs> in my hey, look in my community. They like setting off Tannerite bombs, okay? (laughs) Which, which, I mean, they do that, and it shakes my windows. They Um, set off Tannerite? Really? Yes. Some people shoot it. Yes. Wow. If I have someone around here, we we apparently don't know who they are, but someone around here likes doing that on the regular, like generally once every two weeks. Okay. Um, Like setting them off on a regular basis. Merka. They need to meet our neighbor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what I, are we uh, talking about tonight, Brock? Who knows at this point? <laughs> We're continuing the Patreon rambling, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, man. <laughs> but so, yeah, if, if you hear the banging and beating uh, throughout this episode, I will try to edit that out as best I can. Um <laughs> Uh, we're sorry. It, it it is sweltering right now in Alabama. It is hot. It is humid. So I sympathize with this guy needing to work at night to help. Mm-hmm. You know, especially doing outside work. That he's got to. They're, they're remodeling the house next to us. Is what the what the deal is. I just hate that we're this close to it. And mm-hmm. he, he's basically at our back door. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty close to it. He's yeah. very close. Really mm-hmm. close. So one day though, we're gonna. Move to the country and get us get a lot of peaches. peaches. Yeah. Move into the country. <laughs> I love peaches too. That's more We're going to have a peach tree. I, I, just for that reason, when when we finally build our forever home on a few acres away from civilization, yeah. So I, I Elon, hope you like wasps and hornets and all kinds of other things that want to sting you because you'll get it. I'd rather deal with those than people. Quite honestly, That's fair. <laughs> Throw you a lot of butt emojis. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna erect one of the um one of the big water towers so that you can compete with Clanton. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. The, butt. the giant peach butt. <laughs> and then you have to do the you have to do the sign, you know, go to church of the devil will get you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Things I'm fresh off of seeing from my trip. So yeah. <laughs> going so. up sixty five. Yeah. Northbound coming through uh Chilton County, you're gonna see go to church or the devil will get you. That's a big a, billboard an sign. It yep. is iconic. It mm-hmm. is is one of Alabama staples for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go around and uh, try to talk about what we've been up to. And mm-hmm. again, we might do it to the, to the rhythm right. of a hammer outside, yeah. but we'll, the we'll get through it. The rhythm of the night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright strike. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> we don't get paid for this anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and hammer outside, and Jess has had a nagging cough for some odd reason. So, yeah, it good. just always hits at just the right time. Yeah, of course, it's been great. So, you guys are in for an eventful episode, apparently. We're not so. This may be one of our front front porch banner episodes, just because my, right. my I've been so distracted. Anyway, thank you for being here. Then. Yeah, we thank appreciate you, you listening. listening to and, us. Thank you and, for uh, being a friend. <laughs> you guys hear us ramble all the time. It may be even worse tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's my but, karaoke uh, night apparently i'm singing all the songs so that's yeah i'm doing it all for the glory of kev that's right. um that's <laughs> <laughs> speaking of kev uh it, and in this heat are you still working on your uh rock wall around your trees or oh, gosh no man there's no way <laughs> dude let me tell you something let me let, 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 let's go over the state of where i'm at with that okay all so right. So, you know, um, anybody that doesn't, isn't aware, I'm always, you know, uh, working on like dad, I call them dad projects, even though I don't have children, you know, um, I, I'm like just a, a overzealous homeowner that likes to do, you know, home projects. And, my, and I finished my fence up and my latest thing is I'm building a uh, hardscaping island uh, around one tree in, in my front yard. And um, I've got the, the, uh, the, the rocks up and everything around it. It looks all nice. And I've got the, uh, uh, the landscaping fabric down. And I've got the, um, uh, you know, the, the that's, that's it. It's just the landscaping fabric. Mm-hmm. Pretty much I've run that and I've run the wire almost all the way out there for all the electronics and stuff I'm going to put out there. And um, that's pretty much it. I haven't gotten much further than that because of the uh, aforementioned heat. Um, mm-hmm. I just have not wanted. I got out there and uh, started digging um, a trench. I got a small trench to put the wire in to run it across. And I just got wore out about halfway through it. It was just like so freaking hot. So I haven't gotten back out there. I haven't done anything with it this weekend. And it's kind of interesting to see because if you're drop by my house right now, all you see is this half-finished feature with landscaping fabric with a bunch of like pieces of 4x4s, black 4x4s holding it down to keep it from blowing away. That's pretty much what it looks like right now. It's, it's, hmm. uh, it's an interesting setup, and it has one landscape light out there and one landscape projector light because it's sitting out there so i can test them to make sure they work okay and i just haven't unhooked them so it's very much like the equivalent of having a half broke down truck or car in your yard you know like (laughs) it's very much equivalent to that in the landscaping world i'm not anywhere near i'm I'm, i still got work to do with it i've still got plants to put in and stuff so i'm probably about 65% 65% done, which is basically where you are when you're in the middle of, you know, fixing your car or something like that. It's just sitting on, on blocks in your front yard. That's basically mm-hmm. the equivalent of that. That's where I'm at with that. So thanks for bringing that up, Brock. 
Hey, <laughs> I, just, I just want to know what you're up to, man. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, other than that, um, I actually, I, I spoke about this in the, the Patreon episode, um, but uh, um, I went to a Amy Grant concert this past Thursday night. It was, um, I'm going to be honest, I never really thought I would go to an Amy Grant concert. This actually was for another event that was a lot more important to me and was a lot more um, uh, near and dear to uh, my heart and the uh, uh, the heart of some other folks that were there. Um, we had someone uh, close that was uh, receiving a, a philanthropist of the year award there and, and the event that we were we were doing she got her event or got her award but then we were also treated with a amy grant performance and uh I, like i said i've never really uh thought i would see amy grant but uh i mean it was an interesting concert it was even more interesting to watch my girlfriend because she works in a retail establishment where she hears amy grant's songs all the time because they play on the you know the pa throughout the day so mm-hmm. she was like oh great i get to leave work and come and listen to the same <laughs> song perform live this is phenomenal and um that that was actually a lot more believe it or not was actually a lot more um uh enjoyable from at least for me personally than the actual concert itself um but, but <laughs> watching her personal torture <laughs> yeah that was actually pretty fun and just that's what it you wasn't do watching her personal in a, in a healthy relationship yeah yeah it wasn't even necessarily watching her personal torture it was just the, like afterwards pulling up snapchat where she had snapped me every song and she was like this is my own personal and just yeah <laughs> so it's yeah it, it was it was fun um she's you know amy grant is uh as of this year she's 62 years old yeah um, so she's getting she's getting up there and, you know, she's been around since like the 80s. Um, mm-hmm. She's been doing stuff. And um, she did all of her big hits, as you would expect. Um, some of the ones that I didn't know because I'm not a huge Amy Grant fan. But some of the ones, um, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that was sitting at, I was sitting um, in my seat beforehand, having realized that, oh my goodness, I'm looking at the program. Amy Grant's here. Oh, I guess I, who is she? Okay. Was she the one who did this song? Yeah. I was like, we're going to dump on Spotify so I could remember. What songs of the pop songs of hers that I remember? Um, and thankfully she played them all, so it, I didn't feel like I was left out. But you know, she did uh, do a good range of songs, and it was fairly enjoyable. Good. It was all right. It's all right. It was a decent evening. Yeah. But um, other than that, guys, um, I mean, more than anything, just um, you know, all still aligned from Bo's usual presentation. It's work, man. It's all about work, you know. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's what yeah. it's been. Working, trying not to go outside and you know die and turn into a puddle. Yeah, yeah. you know more than anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There, there you go. How about you, Bo? You uh have not yeah. been doing anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, outside of you know, it's been a it's been a little busy time. We uh like I said, saw Flash that uh, previous Thursday, and then. I worked all weekend, and then Monday we got up and we went to the beach for the week. We just re- left Monday, came back Friday, and got back Friday night and been decompressing. But uh, it, it was my, uh, of course, went to Panama City, which I'm sure anyone in our southern listening area, you've been at least once to that beach in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. If you're Lovingly. Yeah. lovingly known as the redneck riviera yes That's right. <laughs> but it is it is it has done its best to claim that like i said i i was, as we were talking beforehand 
we went a lot when I was a teenager. I remember we went in the late 90s, 98, 99. As I, mm-hmm. as I posted on Twitter, I was severely late for spring break 97, MTV spring break 97 by, <laughs> you know, a few decades. And of course, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, but um, yeah, like in the night, it was, you know, it was all right. And then it's had a couple of hurricanes, but I've been to Panama City in the late 90s. I didn't go in the 2000 to 2010 range, but. My at the time, I, I think we it wasn't long after we got married. Uh, me and my wife, we went down there for a visit down there about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and then this year marked you know, uh, our first trip. So it's changed a lot. And over the last, well, technically 30 years, I could say almost 30 years that I've been going oh, yeah. down there, yeah. it is it is insane. Like it was more, like I said, even there in the late 90s, it was still a very party atmosphere. And I think maybe that might be the reason why we didn't go in the early 2000s because we went more to Gulf Shores because in the early 2000s, it got a little rough there for a while. Like yeah. A, yeah. a tough, tough, uh, it became like a little too much party atmosphere. Yeah. And that's an absolute shame because I grew up about 50 yeah. minutes from Panama City Beach in South Alabama. Yeah. And we had a we had a beach house down there that we went to pretty much every weekend uh, during the summer and the spring and, and the fall, we were down there all the time. Yeah. My dad made sure he wanted to get a lot of use out of it since we were paying rent on the place. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is hard to see Panama city these days compared to what it was. I mean, we had yeah. miracle strip amusement park, uh, down there, you had all kinds of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. fun houses and attractions and stuff. You didn't have hotels blocking the view of the beach. You could drive along the beach, you know, front beach road yep. and, and you could look out over the Gulf mm-hmm. and see well, the sand and see the water. Yeah. You can't do that now. It's yeah, all crowded. Last, when I went down there last time, the last, uh, when I was younger and like in my teens, late nineties, the biggest hotel, the newest, biggest one up there, there was like a, a massive holiday inn they built there towards mm-hmm. the end, end near, um, shell world and angelo's i remember that was the big i said like, man that's a big hotel mm-hmm. i don't know why mm-hmm. they need something that big and now we go and there's the condominiums that are 30 plus stories high you know and <laughs> yeah because like even like for our, our where we stayed at there was a little 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 venue there or a little walkway for public beach access but that was about much as you could see from the road mm-hmm. it uh but like we went and of course well really didn't get in the water the whole week yeah. because it was double red flag all week I heard about that the, all week. The, the and, current, the riptides and the current and which, all that was real bad. Which was fun was uh, when we got down there, it was a little crowded. It wasn't miserable crowded, but they had a baseball slash softball tournament going mm-hmm. on. So there was a lot of families down there, which yeah. put me and I saw families with multiple children, which put me into the spending mind because everywhere we went for like dinner or do something, three people, hundred bucks easy, anything you do. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. So like. I haven't been to Panama City since probably 2015. So, yeah. yeah that, it was, it was like, it's all right. It's like they've done a good job there doing what they want to do. They want it to be a touristy family attraction, which mm-hmm. they've got some shopping centers. They've got kind of the, the big fancy kind of out of the chain restaurant type things. Yeah. And it was, like I said, it was good. Just windy. Like I said, we, we, we got on the beach a little bit. Oliver and I did some crab hunting one night. Um, which we didn't really catch much, but you know, that's, that's one of his things to do. But, uh, I said, I have fun. It's just, like I said, we just, it was not a, it was one of our best trips to the beach and it wasn't just the the beach's fault. It was just, unfortunately the situation with weather. Cause like I said, I, uh, talking about like the double red flags, you know, they had the guys in the quads and the, um, the, the big gator golf carts going up and down the road, you know, stay out of the water, stay out of the water. 
Of right. course, though, some people, as soon as they got down the beach from them, what they do, get back out in the water about 15 yards. And I watched somebody get rescued. Like somebody was there and they stayed there. And then like uh, all of a sudden, next thing you know, they started getting sucked out. And then like 15 mm -hmm. people from the beach went out there and saved them. Wow. All they have to do, instead of just like saying, stay out of the water, just like do the Jaws theme. Yeah. Come down with the Jaws theme. Anybody, everybody's going to remember that. Well, it was, it's, I don't know if they find everybody they did, but like it was like, according, I think I looked online, it was like a $500 fine if you, you know, if they want to put it on you. There was a sad story that came out of there, I believe this week while y'all were down there. This uh, a 14 year old girl or whatever got, was she was right in the edge, but it got caught in the uh, rip current and mm. her dad went out there to, uh, I think they were from the Birmingham, I think they were from Birmingham area. Um, that uh, she got she got swept out there and he jumped in and saved her and he wound up unfortunately dying oh no i didn't know that the only crazy he was story from my area I, oh man the only crazy story i heard was there was a guy they caught they were gonna find him and he ran from the police and they chased him down that was the only crazy story i heard it wasn't near us but mm -hmm. i know that was going on longer down there it ain't it ain't that crazy unless it involves bath salts come on <laughs> i don't know over in gulf was it gulf shores uh a couple of weeks ago they had a bear it was destin destin that's was right De i was just about to say yeah yeah they had a they had a bear in the water yeah and you know a lot of people were surprised why is a bear in the water i mean mobile has a baseball team called the mobile bay bears <laughs> yeah. there's a reason they're called the bay bears there's bears down there that's the first time i'd ever seen a video of a of a bear coming out of the ocean yeah there was a there was a crocodile or alligator not i don't forgive me i don't know which one but i did Probably see a video alligator. a couple of weeks ago of an probably was alligator coming out of the ocean too uh the gulf yeah we'll go gulf, far yeah. we'll, we'll go far for them picnic baskets boo boo <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> crazy hey boo boo <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go to mobile <laughs> mobile yeah, that, you know, a lot of people are surprised to see sharks and stuff down there. It's like, well, you're getting into their home. Uh, sharks? Yeah. You know, I mean, and, I, that's not surprising to me, but a bear? I mean, that. Yeah. that I want to see a shark fight a bear. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, an Avril Lavigne video that had a uh, kind of a hybrid animal called a bear shark. Nice. Uh, she was with Danica McKellar, you know, Winnie from. Uh, from the wonder years yes so i mean i mean look we got an owl bear mm -hmm. for our audio <laughs> listeners i got my uh, owl bear from dungeons and dragons Pig. yeah sorry i couldn't resist that he was right here <laughs> she was right here rather i so. hope they do another one of those movies because i, I want that character and the owl bear back mm -hmm. yes that's amazing yep um yeah. but yeah um beyond that um we did did all right nothing Food wise, and you know, we tried a couple different restaurants. Nothing really blew us away, which was weird. Mm -hmm. So wasn't was no docs. So you know, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so I didn't, I didn't get to really hit no. I saw a couple of comics and toy stores, but we didn't really have a time to check them out. So ah, but they do have a few down there. So if you think about it, when you're in the area, okay. All right. Well, no, we'll be down in, in Gulf Shores in September. Mm -hmm. I have a work conference down there every year. And so that's our, that's our annual beach trip for the most part. Yeah. Is in September when nobody's really around and the weather's yeah. usually pretty decent. Yeah. yeah but I think, I think, I think we're going to take a break from at least week long beach vacations. We'll probably just do a weekend. So mm -hmm. I think, I think we've, we've come to the conclusion a week is too long for us at the beach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 
I mean, we're close enough that doing a weekend is really not that hard. No. Nah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, anything else? House out of the beach? Anything fun? Not that I can think of. Okay. Well, Jess and I have had, uh, you know, Bo mentioned, and we're going to touch on this in a, in a minute, that all four of us got together. You saw our social media channels. Mm-hmm. Um, we got together for the Thursday night premiere of the Flash movie. Um, we'll discuss our thoughts on that in just a bit. But uh, after that, Bo went to the beach, and we... Mm-hmm. The the next night we uh Jess and I went to go see if you're watching on YouTube, you see the shirts. She's got oh. on Nirvana. <laughs> I've got on the Foo Fighters tour shirt. Uh Foo Fighters were in town uh the night after that, that Friday night, and uh the weather was absolutely glorious. <laughs> we uh we got <laughs> got down to Oak Mountain Amphitheater probably about 4:45 and went to eat and everything was okay. We noticed the clouds, you know, were a little little gray yeah. in the area and we ate dinner and walked over to the uh to the amphitheater and got in line with our friends uh Dwayne and Amanda and their children, uh older really old friends of Bo's and Yeah. Yep. And uh, have I become... completely forgot they were going until you sent me the picture. I remember him, <laughs> him telling me, he goes, hey, man, I'm getting tickets. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then... uh-huh. Yeah, we, I've forgotten yeah. he was going too. And, and we walked across the bridge and he's standing there. Hey, y'all come stand in line with us. Yeah. Like, heck yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> so we got to spend a lot of time with them. Um, awesome. But uh, the gates were supposed to open up at 6. They opened up at 6.30. We got in there. I went to go buy this tour t-shirt. And about that time, lightning was streaking across the sky. Mm. And... They were not letting anybody into the seats. Concert was supposed yeah. to start at at seven thirty, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, we got told to go back to our cars. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the announcement was uh, pile into the bathrooms or go back to your cars. So we decided we were just going to trek back to the car. Yeah, yeah. and that, the only way they would notify us is on their Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram accounts. So we had to, you know, my favorite thing, social media, had to keep <laughs> an, an eye on that while we were there, but. We were in the car for about an hour. Yeah. We so. just got into the car too. It just, I mean, it was, the yeah. timing couldn't have been better because yeah. as soon as we got in the car, it, it, it was rough. It, it opened and lightning and thunder mm-hmm. everywhere. I'm like, we don't know if this concert is going to start, but uh, like I said, it's supposed to start at seven thirty and wound up. Uh, they told everybody to come in about 10 till nine. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, no, it was a little bit before cause they did have an opening act. Um, she when, took no she, that started at nine yeah okay yeah so about 10 till nine we all piled back into the amphitheater and then at nine is when the pretty reckless ah, nice. was playing and then not long after that was uh foo fighters came out pretty pretty reckless didn't stay out there very long um which i was kind of grateful for i didn't really know their music <laughs> but uh yeah foo fighters came out man and they once they got out there the rain cleared the was, skies cleared and mm-hmm. the temperatures dropped. It was beautiful. Perfect. It's that Foo um, Fighters magic, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, Dave Grohl makes it happen. He's like, you should have told him, why didn't you just come out earlier? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, we didn't get home till after one in the morning, but mm-hmm. uh, that was, you know, that, that had easily one of the best shows I've ever been to. Yeah. Magic. They did not stop. No, he was. Hey, he would go, and he's like, "Y'all got one more in you." 
Yeah, I got, got two one more. more. Mm-hmm. Got two more in you. <laughs> That's so awesome. He kept, you know, you know, touching on the fact that we got over twenty something years plus, you know, music catalog. We we can go for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, yeah. they they touched on some really old stuff. They uh, played songs from their new album that just came out. Yeah. Uh, we got treated to <clears throat> Dave Grohl's daughter Violet coming out onto stage and, and, and sing with him. Yeah. Oh, They've got a man. new song together on their uh on their new album. Yeah. She's only seventeen. Yeah, and she's got a beautiful, beautiful voice. voice. Yeah. Beautiful voice. Which you'd expect no less from Dave Grohl's yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> offspring. But no man, they uh they were incredible and uh wow, his name just escaped my Josh Fries, mm-hmm. um who is who is touring with him as the drummer right now, you know, mm-hmm. Taylor Hawkins, unfortunately passed away, but, uh, Josh is as out there in a tank top that says, play me some mountain music <laughs> on the tank top. And I'm like, thank you. So that's a, <laughs> for those who don't know the legendary country, uh, act Alabama, uh, has a song called mountain music. And that's the opening line of the song is play me some mountain music. That's so awesome. he had that, and I was like, man, that's awesome to to come out to Birmingham and have that on there. Yeah, well, maybe with them, with them, with, them, with them, at least making mention. I know a lot of times some of the concerts, did they do any covers or anything you didn't expect to hear from them, or was it just all? What was funny is when they were talking about Josh and the bands mm-hmm. that he had been with and the artists that he had been mm-hmm. with, um, they broke into some Michael Bublé. Oh wow! Uh, of course, oh, wow. Dave was Dave was out there on stage, like you know, Josh <laughs> played with Michael Bublé, and so they started playing, and and Dave just starts you know, trying to sing some sort of lyrics. He goes, he goes, I don't know this crap. <laughs> they, they were going to do the Michael Buble song. I just haven't met you yet because yeah. that's the one that was kind of yeah. got, you know, that got a lot of airplay yeah. and everything. So that's the only one really that Dave somewhat knew how to, yeah. how to kind of come along with in a sense. Yeah. He, he couldn't, so. he couldn't sing it. He's like, I don't know this, Yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, they played, uh, they played a little bit of, of, um, uh, what else? They- well, they they went to like this kind of a jam period, and they played like a couple of uh, riffs from Inner Sandman, which was pretty yeah. cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Didn't ever sing it, but they were just playing yeah. music. Yeah. Um, and also uh, with with Josh's introduction when they were going around introducing the band, um, mm-hmm. like uh, apparently Josh played with Devo at one point in time. That's right. So they so started they doing whip it. Whip it oh, nice. Yeah, and. Uh, and the the uh, the bass guitarist uh, for the Foo Fighters, when he was introduced, he started uh, playing a riff of Sabotage, and Dave was like, "You're playing nice. Sabotage over there." He was like, "We can't do that song. That's not our song." <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, "And we don't know it that well, but maybe we'll learn it and we'll play it next time we come around." <laughs> yeah, it, it was golly, what yeah. what a show! I yeah. mean, just straight three hours of of more than three hours of just. I'm going. assuming they closed out with Everlong, of course. You right? got it. Yes, yeah. I did. And oh, man. there's a funny story with that because apparently some other show they played, they ran, they ran up on the curfew and they had to stop and they didn't get to play ever long. And Dave was talking about, he never heard the end of that. People were just laying into them about yeah. how they didn't do ever long. So he was like, you know what? We're going to make sure if, if nothing else, we make sure we play this song from here on out. <laughs> yeah, he, they, I think he said in their 20, 28 years that they've been together yeah, they've, that they've only missed Everlong twice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Live. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's, that's the song, man. That's, that's. Yeah. He, uh, he said, yeah, I didn't, he said, I did not hear the end of that. I was getting 
I was catching it from all ends of the fact that we didn't play Everlong. So, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> well maybe think with your shirt, did they sneak in any Nirvana? No, hmm. no, they didn't get any Nirvana in. No, and they uh, they only mentioned Taylor once. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they, uh, what was the song? Aqua. Aurora. Aurora. Mm-hmm. There you go. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a long. How dare night. you? I'd tell me about it. Yeah, Aurora, they, he, he said, we're going to play this every show because this was Taylor's favorite song mm-hmm. uh, oh, that, awesome. that we did. So, yeah, they played Aurora, which was beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful song. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, happy I got the tour T-shirt. They didn't have the tour dates or the the or the or uh, locations on the back. It was just a straight mm-hmm. Foo Fighters tour to 2023. Mm-hmm. I had been wanting to see them uh for so long and just never have and mm-hmm. so that was my father's day gift from jess yeah was to go see them and uh t- as as of tonight uh being sunday night this upcoming tuesday night we're going to go see matchbox 20 oh, yeah, we're going to that that'll be a good yeah. concert yeah yeah live nation had a, a 50 dollar or i'm sorry a 25 dollar fees included yeah ticket special that they ran back in may and we weren't we weren't going to go because we didn't want to pay a lot for tickets and then they ran that special and included mm-hmm. that show. And so for 50 bucks flat fees and everything, 50 bucks, we got into, uh, to matchbox. What's so wild is that, that that concert has been rescheduled like six yeah. times. Yeah. Like it initially was supposed to be in like early 2020. And then of mm-hmm. course everything happened and then they've rescheduled it. Like, like I said, it's been ridiculously rescheduled. Cause I remember looking into it originally. I was like, that'd be fun, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Matchbox, I haven't seen in 20 years. In 2003, no, I'm sorry, 2001. Yeah, it was 2001. They played with Lifehouse and Everclear Ooh. at what, what was then Phillips Arena, now State Farm Arena in Ooh. Atlanta. And I was working in radio in Columbus, Georgia at the time. And we had a great ratings book. And so my program director uh, wanted to take us to the concert. Uh, as a thank you for all the the great ratings uh, that we had. And so we took a limo all the way to Atlanta from Columbus. And uh, we got to go backstage with, with Everclear and, and Matchbox and, and Lifehouse. And so be a great concert, dude, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I like three, the, all three of those bands. Yeah. Matchbox. My, my favorite song hands down ever for Matchbox 20 is a song called rest stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it got airplay. Uh, we snuck it in on our station a couple of times back then, mm-hmm. but um, it was off the Mad Season album, and th- those lyrics. Rob Thomas could write some lyrics. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a great songwriter in, in my opinion, and and that that's one of his best. So, yeah, this will be. I haven't seen Matchbox since they came right after the You and Someone Like You uh, mm-hmm. CD came out, and they did their tour, and they played Oak Mountain. So that tells you how long that's. How long ago yeah. that's been? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of this Tuesday, I, I neglected this to relay this because I really wasn't talking about future events, but um, I'm going to be going to see the Cure on yeah. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you guys are doing Matchbox, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to be doing the Cure in, in Atlanta. So that's that's going to be crazy. I was a mm-hmm. big fan of the Cure, and then you know they they've been. You thought about some folks that have been around for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of their big hits, like the, some of their big hits, hit when I you know the year I was born. So, yeah. Yeah, they've been around a while, and I'm, I'm, a little bit. You know, it's, it's one of those. It's one of those bands that might not be around a whole heck of a lot longer. <laughs> so you want to go and actually enjoy them. Um, yeah, the uh, the the fifteenth when we all went to see the Flash the night before the Foo Fighters concert, we were going to go see Duran Duran in Atlanta, 
that was going to be our our big concert for the for the <laughs> summer, and then Foo Fighters got announced. Yeah, and I'm like, we're going to take Foo yeah. Fighters. I love Duran Duran. I've been I've always wanted to see them too, but Foo Fighters in our backyard, or two and a half hours to go see Duran Duran on a Thursday yeah. night. I'm like, we're going to Foo Fighters. We've we've kind of learned that whenever we go over to Atlanta to see a concert, we probably need to just go ahead and try to get a room somewhere. Mm -hmm. Because that was a, that's not an easy drive back and we're just not as young as we used to be. No. And I mean, not even getting home till after one o'clock from this Foo Fighters concert, we were like, (laughs) (laughs) and and we had to get up the next morning, like at six 30 to go back across the state to get my kids for father's day weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Well, one other good one that, that I can add is uh, Peter Gabriel. I'm gonna be see, seeing Peter Gabriel Ooh. in uh, in uh, in Minneapolis in October. Okay, I, I can't travel that far. I, I was about <laughs> to say, why didn't yeah. I know he's I coming around? Be, here? I will be there. I will be there visiting. Um, but um, you know, we we saw that Peter Gabriel was gonna be there at that time. I was like, oh yeah, <sighs> we gotta go see him. I wanna be. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I want to see him so badly. I I. I I think we've mentioned I've heard this it's before. an amazing show. Oh, dude, he's awesome. Yes. And I, I've, I've wanted to see Genesis. I've wanted to see Phil Collins. Phil Collins has been my number yeah. one must see. And I have missed him every time. And mm-hmm. he was, he was on, uh, I think he came on Conan O'Brien one night. And when he was going to start performing live again, cause you know, all of his health issues and mm-hmm. all, and he sounded so bad on Conan, his voice wasn't what it was. And, you know, he can't drum anymore. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to go see him in that condition and, and hearing him like that. I'd rather remember him with that powerful voice Mm -hmm. and everything. So my, my number one bucket list concert, I'll never get to see because yeah, Yeah. I I know Genesis did their final tour a year or so ago. And yeah, totally. They didn't come anywhere around here, but not, oh man, I love to see Peter Gabriel too. I will say, going oddly enough, going to see Amy Grant made me want to go and see uh, um, Peter Cetera more than anything <laughs> because her, her her number one like big hit, as far as I'm aware, I'm, I may make some Amy Grant fans mad, but as far as I'm aware, her number one big hit was when she sang when she sang the duet part with Peter Gabriel to one of not Peter Gabriel, God, um, Peter Cetera. Um, with one of his big hits, and I can't even mm-hmm. remember the name of that one. That, I can tell you. Thing. You can't. Oh, Jess, come on, do it. Next time I'll fall in love. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, yeah, she sang the the backup to that, and she was actually she told us when we were at the concert that she was actually on tour in like Australia when that hit, and she was like, "Man, that was actually a fun fun thing to record. It'd be great if that one actually would would take off." And they were like, "Amy, it's number one on the charts." <laughs> <laughs> dates and she's like oh well that's good <laughs> oh so yeah i would lo- i would love to see uh peter satara as well you know a lot of those guys are all you know you know getting up there so you want to go and see yeah. them because especially you know with you know you're talking about phil collins and him not doing as well i, mean, I was i had the same experience with uh, amy grant as well i mean you know the first song that she came out there for you could definitely tell she was having to warm those pipes up to yeah. get going. She wasn't doing too well with the first <laughs> song or two. And then after that, she kind of woke up a little bit and she was she was there. She got them all piped <laughs> out. Yeah. I 
it, it, and that's the big reason like last year we, I mean, granted it was Elton's final tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to go see Elton, had to see mm-hmm. Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, golly, we had such a great concert year last year and it's not, we're not going to top it this year, but you know, finally getting to see Foo Fighters and, um, uh, matchbox, yeah. you know, it, it'll be a light year for us for concerts, but it's still going to be enjoyable. So far. Yeah. I can't believe you guys aren't going to see Nickelback. <laughs> I would. They're, they're, yeah. come in, they're coming September 15th, I think. Here? Yeah. 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 When are they coming? I forgot, who, I forgot who they're open with, but the opening was it was. It uh, won't be Avril. No. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Will be the oh, ex-wife. Grant, I can't. I can't remember the guy's name. He's a country guy. It's Grant. Yeah, that uh, Grant Brantley or Brantley, yeah, Brantley Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert. Gilbert. That's oh. it. Yes. That, oh. Okay. Yeah. Brantley that's Gilbert. that's that's yeah. A lot of people are like, why? Uh, uh, one of the one of the big one of the big reasons oh. I don't listen to I, country music these days. I would absolutely go see Nickelback, but the fact a country act is attached to it makes mm. me pause. What day is that concert? But. It's like a Friday. Or it's something. a Saturday. It's oh, Saturday. Friday. It's September. Mm-hmm. September. Oh, September, September 16th. See that that week. Mm-hmm. I, that's the week. It's I'm looking forward to. We're going to a concert. We are going to see Alice Cooper or Fuel Alice Cooper and and Rob Zombie. Whoa. What? What? Rob Zombie at concert is oh. insane. Yeah, is that the going, one in Huntsville? No, or Nashville. Nashville. Mm-hmm. Nashville. Man, Rob, that'll be. I a, saw Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson together. Oh my God, Rob Zombie. Marilyn Manson was good, but Rob Zombie just that guy yeah. has a stage presence. Like I saw kid, Rob Zombie and Corn together. Nice. <laughs> yeah, the kid was going with this. This is going to be his first full fledged concert experience. You're taking your kid to a Rob Zombie concert? <laughs> oh, yes, I am. Wow. Uh, oh, Bo. Dracula is one of his favorite songs, man. Yeah, Dude, I know, but, but everything when, else. Honestly, his no, <laughs> well, his, see, that's, his that's concerts the thing. aren't that this bad. Is the thing. If he gets to like, if we're 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 okay it's with not. we're okay we're okay with um. Alice Cooper, because we've seen Alice Cooper. Yeah, we Alice right. is great. If if Rob gets a little too carried away, I'm not really worried about him. I'm more worried about no. the attendees. But you know, yeah, not nah, well. I mean, I, well, was there, that's, that's... I was there with with Marilyn Manson fans, and it really wasn't that bad, honestly. I I know, when... I know one or two songs we're gonna have to be like, hey, don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> la 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 la. I like, I like, look, when I saw Corn and Rob saw me together, there was a lot of women taking their shirts Whoa. off. And and they were they were coming on, they were coming topless down there on the floor and then they had me? they had pole dancers and all kind of other stuff on the stage. We're so, so just, sorry to our listeners that my wife has veered off into this area. Look, I'm just I'm just are... telling you what I observed. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. So apparently it's this, a lot right? more tame because they, I didn't get that experience when I went and saw him. So. <laughs> well, everybody's getting older and hopefully learning a lesson. Yeah, well. <laughs> or maybe I just mentally blocked that out. I don't know. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> we're, 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 see, we're not, we're not, we're not open. The, we're not, we're not down in the, the, um, the mosh area. We oh. are further up the middle. So. Yeah, we were up in the, we were up in the seats. We weren't down on the floor. For that concert, the only the only ever concert I've ever seen some of that per- partake happen at Oak Mountain was uh <laughs> it was like it was Poison and uh, well yeah Cinderella. oh I can definitely so, see Poison for sure this yeah. was this, oh. this was about probably fifteen to eighteen years ago so yeah that's that's the only time I've ever seen something like that happen mm. okay well that's that's understandable <laughs> that crowd well, hopefully it doesn't happen to you both. <laughs> 
You and have look, to have that conversation. Brock was doing good. No banging, no something, and then we go into concert. I'm just worried, it, you know, as, as all these, we're talking about are the artists getting older, you know, the fans are getting older too. Mm. I, I hope that doesn't become a yeah. an issue <laughs> <laughs> at this age. <laughs> anyway. So here's Wonderwall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, September 16th, I don't know what we're going to be doing. I I would be a hundred percent willing to go see Nickelback. I'm not a Nickelback hater, you know. I'm I mean, not either, but I, we, I'm the we same sat thing. through Machine Gun Kelly. I think we can sit through. I think we're yeah. probably going to have the kids. That's fine. That's fine. Nickelback yeah. will be fine for the kids. It's the country pairing that I don't like. Yeah, I don't, that's I don't, what I don't like. That. that. I am I am not a country fan, especially newer country. I just don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. and just like yeah. I listened to a couple of that guy's songs, and I was like, yep, nope. Yeah. I just, I can't do country modern. I can't do what, but as Bo says, it's bro country. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't do country. it. I can't do modern country. I I'm stuck in the nineties and, and earlier for my country music. If I'm going to enjoy something. There are good modern country artists out there. Unfortunately, they just don't get as much attention. I can't, mm-hmm. I cannot. Yeah. I've been, I have been done with country music since probably about 2015. I will say I like Darius Rucker though. Yep. And, and his song. I, I I love that, but then again, I was a massive Hootie and the Blowfish fan. So. Oh yeah, so Wagon you Wheel, Darius Rucker's voice. I'm like, I'm good. It's good for me. Wagon Wheel can fall off the face of the earth. That song. <laughs> I love that song, man. That is so overplayed. It is overplayed. Oh, do you not remember radio whenever we were growing up, and then they would just like literally remember the Macarena. You remember that? I'm not a fan and of they that one either. It like, well, no one is. No one is. <laughs> This little lady right here will still sing it. Well, that's that's okay if you still sing it. <laughs> oh, now, thank you, honey. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. For those of you that are audio listeners, I'm doing the macarena. Literally doing the macarena. Yeah. I'm hungry. I need the macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Bo, I want to hear about this experience and how your poor son's going to sit through Rob Zombie. <laughs> oh no, he'll be excited. Oh he yeah, he'll be. He will be overstimulated because of the see, amount of everything going on. You're, ta- you're taking your son to see Alice Cooper and Fuel and, and it, Rob Zombie. Filter. And, filter, Alice filter. Cooper. Oh, filter. Okay. Filter. Well, Fuel would have been just as good, too. Yeah, I would like to um, see Fuel. Um, you know, back I'm that age, my parents are taking me to see uh, Louise Mandrell and the Statler <laughs> Brothers and <laughs> Ronnie Millsap. You know, that's yeah. what I Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> Dude, hey, Ronnie put on a good show, man. Yes. He, he, he even signed Hey, look, don't, hey, don't deny some Smoky Mountain Rain, okay? Oh, no. I mean, come on now. He even signed an autographed picture for my ex-wife. Oh, wow. And it's got a really nice signature. I, You know, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, People who know Ronnie Millsap know he's blind. Yeah. You know, so it, but I was really impressed by his signature. He's, he was really nice. He came, he came to the, uh, where I'm from Geneva, Alabama. He came to the, we've got a thing called the festival on the rivers mm-hmm. because that's where the Choctahatchee and the P river join and may at, at the junction at Robert Fowler park there in Geneva. So we've got two massive rivers in Alabama that form in my, uh, in my hometown and, uh, and right there at the junction, every, every spring they have festival in the rivers and they usually bring in a, a, a decent, uh, usually a decent country act. Uh, who is maybe not currently a big hit yeah, at the yeah, time, yeah. you know, so they brought in Ronnie and, and some where my ex-wife got to meet him and, uh, where we got to meet Neil McCoy. Um, that it was, 
golly, probably a couple of years after he had his really big hits, you know, but I like country from that era, yeah. but, um, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's what I was used to seeing. And mm-hmm. you're taking your son to, <laughs> I, I'm there with you, you Brock. I, uh, Bo, I look forward to, to seeing what his experience is. I'll, I'll, I'll get some like. plenty of videos for you. Like I said, I, I'm, you know, he, he's, he's, in, uh, thankfully I, uh, he's has his, uh, his own music he likes, but he's also inherited a lot of the stuff I've listened to. So that's one of those things like I, he don't think about it, but like, you know, when I'm older and gone or when yeah. I'm not around, he's going to hear this song and think of me. And I'm going to be like, that's, that's something that makes me happy. That yeah. He's inherited some of the music I love. He, he likes too. Yeah. So yeah, I understand that's how that. it should yeah. be. That's how it should yeah. be really. And I mean, it, the thing is, is like Rob Zombie, his stage presence just yeah. in general and his show and it just, just, just a stage presence and showmanship, yeah. just everything that he puts on there. It's just solid gold. Yeah. He's I mean, one of the guys yeah. I've always wanted to see. And that, that also adds it for me. I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, we get there and like I said, we, we, you know, we're, 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 it's, it's funny. It's going to be why it's, he's in school. So we're going to like check him out <laughs> the day before. <laughs> yeah. And then he, and nice. then he's, gonna, he's probably not going to be at school the next day. So, cause we're going to, st- we're going to yeah. stay overnight. Cause we're not going to drive home from Nashville and, you know, oh that, yeah, like, like you yeah. guys. So yeah, so that's a long, a long way down sixty five. And see, that's oh. and that's the thing about it. Like this goes back into the scheduling. God's be against me. Where we got invited to some the ghost Alabama Ghostbusters have gotten invited to something on that night. I was like, all right, I don't have to work. We already got plans, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it works. Yeah. Yes, you're talking about the uh, the Tuscaloosa. Yes, I yeah. was like, man, that's awesome. I want to do that. Oh no, yeah. well, it's like nobody. But I'm gonna, gonna go see that. Rob Zombie, and that's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have um, to, yeah, you have to when, when you you have to get you, all Oliver to to yell out Mealy Wake when uh, yes, Mealy Wake, yes, when Alice Cooper comes out, of course. It, it's and just real quick talking about references. My kids uh, a couple of weeks ago went with their mom and stepdad and all to uh, to San Antonio just on a quick road trip, mm-hmm. and my daughter made me so proud. Mm-hmm. She asked the tour guide at the Alamo if there was a basement. Yes. And the girl laughed and she said, I cannot believe somebody as young as you is getting that reference. <laughs> and, so, and she told him that in that over in the gift shop that uh, has been built since the Alamo, you know, naturally has been built. Um, there is a, there is actually a basement down in there and they had a replica of Pee Wee's bike down underneath the oh, gift shop, but they took it out. Awesome. Oh. They, they, they took it out a few years ago though. Oh, but the fact that my daughter asked, Hey, is there a basement in the Alamo? Nice. I'm proud of her. Nice. <laughs> so it just uh, let y'all know too, there was an article done by L.com. This was dated back in March 29th of 2016, 30 concerts in the Birmingham hall of shame. And that Rob Zombie and Corn is in the list. <laughs> it was Why? April the April the second, nineteen ninety nine. Um, and the things that I had alluded to were mentioned. Uh, <laughs> oh, those things. Says, okay. Intermittent interminable delays between screeching sets, marked by crowd behavior that was offensive, lewd, and just plain awful. You thought you'd seen it all at concert. This one proved you wrong. Wow. <laughs> Said uh oh. Yeah, I mean everything. Yeah, the, are, are the Beastie Boys on that list anywhere? Uh, I got a reason for asking. I don't know. Let's see. When I um, was when I was in uh, Creed is <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> really? yeah. yeah, everybody got higher at the concert. Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh huh. When I was in uh, middle school uh, over in Eufaula, Alabama, uh, right across the river, about an hour away is Columbus, Georgia. 
Um, and the Beastie Boys came to the Columbus Civic Center and had a, about a uh, 20, 21-foot inflatable um, male appendage mm. on stage and got arrested by the Columbus Police Department for lewd. So they said the mm. band got arrested during the concert. Wow. Let's see. Yeah. Fiona Apple, I was at that one. Uh, that's mentioned on here. Um, R. Well, Kelly is also mentioned. <laughs> there's no what need the, to explain that one. <laughs> was, the, uh, was the Aerosmith concert where Megadeth opened for him one of them? Um, scrolling through. Let's see. I'm looking. Because Sorry. That I'm... one was, I, I went to that. That was Get a Grip. And that was before Megadeth got fired off of that tour because they were talking bad about Aerosmith. <laughs> and they got yeah. fired off that tour. <laughs> um, but I remember that because, I mean, I didn't know anything about Megadeth and you couldn't under, you couldn't hear anything because their sound guy must have been like on speed or something because it was, it was bad. Like you could, you, their, their mixing was like horrible. Um, and then of course when Aerosmith come out, it was perfect because they have different sound guy, different setup, different everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I remember, because I think I had mentioned it to, mm. to, at one point to you, Bo, and they were like, oh, my God. Megadeth yeah, open for Aerosmith. Brock bro- Beastie Boys is not mentioned, yeah. and that one, Kevin, is not mentioned either. Bobby Brown got arrested in Columbus, Georgia, too, for something on stage. So I don't, th- this was back when yeah. the, in the late 80s when I was in middle school. That would have been like 93, 94. I was going to say, get oh. a grip tour. So you were, you were young for that concert. That's yeah. awesome, that was, I think that was actually my first, like, concert concert that i did in my life was i think it was get a grip i think it was yeah because <laughs> Aeros- aerosmith was my first and second concerts it was, it was that and then it was uh nine lives after that yeah first concert concert that i can remember is the teenage mutant ninja turtles coming out of their shell <laughs> that i remember did you ever get that action figure set from NECA? no i did not uh well i, I yeah yeah it, it, like i Never found it at Target and never could get it online or not at online at a price I want to pay. Yeah. Was that concert good? Because it yeah, kind of it, imagine it, it being like one step up from Chuck E. Cheese. It was it was all right. It, 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 it's not, it's, you know, it was it was well worth it. They uh they did it. It was basically the same thing. Like you I know there's the VHS of them where they did it um Radio City Music Hall, essentially the mm-hmm. same thing. Okay. Well, speaking of those NECA figures. Yes. Yeah, we were going to touch on those. NECA yeah. released, uh, had their uh, big summer. Uh, Comic Con. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, the San Diego Comic Con exclusives dropped this past week. They had Alf. They had an Alf figure, and they uh, had a box set of uh, of the Turtles from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Yep. Um, which our friends over at uh, Yes Have Some podcast, uh, they have a quote on the back of the box. Um, mm-hmm. and that's the reason I was going for it just cause we've got friends. Uh, What's their quote on the back of it? I saw them talking about it, but I missed oh, that. Part. I, can't rem- I can't remember off the top of my head, but, um, g- just look at YHS podcast and TMNT three. They, they okay. had the exclusive reveal of the figures, uh, from NECA. Uh, they're good friends with, with Tr- Randy and Trevor from NECA. Um, but, uh, that was, a that was kind of a, a mess trying to get in and get those uh, at least on the first day because they, they revamped their website and I couldn't yeah. get in, but they released a, an action figure of Ernie Reyes jr. Uh, Kino from yep. the second turtles movie and the, the San Diego comic-con exclusive with him was his scooter, you know, all the pizza boxes and yeah. stuff. And so that was still available 
when I got onto the website, all the turtle sets that first day was gone, uh, were gone. They had uh, three days where you, they allowed you to try to get the figures. And so first day I got, I got Kino uh, for that set. And then the second day I was able to get on and, and grab a set of the turtles. So I'm happy to, to get those. The only, like I said, the only reason I got them is because Craig and yeah. Abby and Jake are quoted on the back of mm -hmm. the box. Do you think that NECA does artificial scarcity with their figures? I don't think so. I mean, I know like Gentle Giant, for example, they'll they'll put something up for, for pre-sale, and I've always kind of assumed that, you know, they'll say it's like an edition of this or whatever, and sometimes they don't. And mm -hmm. I always assume that it, they just kind of base the edition size on how many orders that they had, and then they just like pad it up for a little more so they have in stock after that. And I was just kind of wondering if that's kind of what NECA does is because it sounds like it's a little bit of artificial scarcity. I don't think so because I mean, these are meant to be San Diego comic-con exclusives and, oh, okay. and, and they've done this every time for, for the, uh, the San Diego figures. And so, you know, because it's supposed to be exclusive and they, they're like, Hey, even if you're not going to be there, we'll, we'll make some available. Uh, but usually NECA's done a really good job lately of doing the made to order. You've got a two week yeah. window. We've got the special set that'll never be made again. You've got a two week window to order. If you don't get it within this two week window, you can't say we didn't give you a shot. Yeah. And then they make those to order, you know, to however many that were made. So no, NECA's become really, really good about doing things like that. Um, the, the figures that are hitting target lately, uh, they've got a four, a four figure set of, uh, the Mirage comics. Yeah. Uh, the version, the box set of those guys, which I have no interest in trying to get, but they did release the version two of April O'Neil, which yeah, I got, a, I was able to grab a couple of those in store, uh, recently. And then, uh, the, uh, the cartoon Casey Jones and yeah. uh, foot soldier set. I was able to find in the store, yeah, so I grabbed those. The the biggest set I'm waiting for them to finally release, just for me, is like they're now venturing into the Archie comic style. Mm -hmm. They're doing the Jim Lawson animation, the Jim Lawson draw style figures. I want them. I want them to do the the stump wrestling asteroid, the stump asteroid wrestling turtles. That's that's my one four pack. Me and Ryan Doyle, <laughs> Ryan Doyle, we'll we'll probably be number one and number two on ordering those figures because me and has been <laughs> fawning over getting mm -hmm. those things for ten plus years now. If they ever do it, yeah. That's that's the big that's like the, I, the the turtles three set was cool but like it wasn't a must have for me I I might get it eventually but and the thing it, uh, full disclosure I've never seen the third movie and based off everything yeah. I've heard about it I'm not going to it's not terrible it just would have been a better episode of the cartoon rather than a full fledged uh, animated live action movie okay there's I, there's I, I've there's good seen it about but it's been so that. long ago I don't I don't remember anything about it yeah. I love the first and second ones, and I've got those sets, and now I'm going to add this third one just because our friends at YHS are on Third the one's box. a little special to me because it's it's in the background. It was on the soundtrack, but that's how I got introduced to uh, Jess's favorite wrestler's entrance theme of Jungle, of jungle Life. <laughs> that was my introduction. Which, by the song. way, as we're recording this, I've already seen that he turned heel tonight. Finally good, happened. Good, good. Got good. his heel turn. Good. Yep. He needed it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. Well, uh, yeah. Well, we have gone all over the place, and that was supposed to be the that's intro. Usual. Yeah. So yeah. that's been a let's see. That's <laughs> so, you know what? We're, we're fifty-seven gonna, minute intro. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not good. We're just going to divide that up into clips <laughs> on YouTube, and y'all just have at it. Yeah. Um, 
And we apologize for this last episode. I got really busy and didn't get a chance to <laughs> release all the individual clips, the segments on YouTube until this past week. Uh, normally I try to space them out, but uh, they came rapid fire on YouTube this, uh, this time. So speaking of YouTube, if you want to, if you're an audio listener or you're somehow seeing this and you want to uh, continue to see us, uh, at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. That's where you can find our clips. Uh, if you want to shoot the breeze with us online on Facebook, join our online community, the Bama Geeks Front Porch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our private group. Just search for that. Uh, knock a couple of times. We'll let you in, give you mm-hmm. some sweet tea, and sit around with us and chit-chat. And also, if you want to catch anything else that we will not talk about publicly, <laughs> like... Uh, Maybe well, I should have talked about the Rob Zombie and Corn it's thing and Patreon. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. If you really want to know what I thought about the Amy Grant concert. <laughs> Actually, I don't think you divulged that in that chat. I think you divulged it. Was it beforehand? Was it pre show chat? I don't remember. Who knows? <laughs> Patreon.com. And you hit the recording button. That <laughs> Patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. Mm-hmm. If you want to find out the answer to that, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it to answer it myself. <laughs> so we all have great short-term memories here. At least me, I can only speak for me, <laughs> but, um, okay. Well, uh, Jess, we are pretty far along into the episode. Let's yeah, go ahead and get your, uh, what's your, uh, Bama Geek Southern word and, <laughs> and phrase for us tonight. Uh, this phrase for this episode is Lord willing. And if the Creek don't rise, mm, nice. <laughs> that's a good one. It's a way of saying you fully plan to be there or get something done. As long as nothing out of your control stops you. So we'll be there unless something out of our control stops us. We do our best to keep our promises, but sometimes unforeseen circumstances come up. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll be Lord there. Will. Lord willing and the Creek don't rise. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Definitely a, a common expression that my parents use quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So that one's yep. interchangeable with heck or high water or however how you want to say it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that too. Exactly. I've never heard of heck. Well, I'm, you know, I, you know, you know, we, 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 we pushed our boundaries in the main episode with concert <laughs> culture. You know, I didn't, you know. <laughs> oh, me. All right, well, thank you, honey. You're and we'll welcome. move over to brother Kevin over here. Hey, hey. We got our dad jokes, man. You tonight. Oh, man, I got two. I got two. I got two. Go ahead. I've, been, yeah. I've been saving these guys up. I won't answer so, it. I will, I will let you run with it like I did that last right. time. Let's do it, man. So the Lego store had a grand opening the other day. People were lined up for blocks. That's a good one. I love that one. <laughs> All right, here's the, here's the second one. I actually posted this to social, so you guys probably already know this one. But the other day, I met a dolphin, and we had a great conversation. We just clicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Very good. Very yeah, good. Yes. Thank you for that one, Brother Gardner. All right. Well, as, as we mentioned, uh, the other night, uh, we all went to see the flash. Um, and this will be our, our final topic for the episode. Probably what mm-hmm. we'll find out. We, we, we busted out iron Sheik beforehand. What's up? 
Well, I just thought about it. You, you tweeted about it earlier. We can talk about it after, but it's 35 years of one of your other favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll need to set aside an episode. D- did we not do an episode previously for this one? Mm-mm. I think we mentioned, we've just talked about, about it before, but we haven't really yeah. talked about it. This past week was the 30th an- 35th anniversary of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. hmm? I would say, and for anyone who's wondering... It's unless you have, if you have, it'll be, it's ad supported or unless you got YouTube premium, but the movie is currently free to watch on YouTube. Oh, really? Okay. If you want to stream, stream Roger Rabbit, it's, it's there for you. If you haven't seen it, it's an absolute magical movie mm-hmm. of, of, it's a great mixture of animation and live action. And I have met, of course, I've met Christopher Lloyd and Jess and I met Kathleen Turner uh, Charles Fleischer, uh, the voice of Roger Rabbit, um, didn't get a chance to meet Bob Hoskins. He unfortunately passed away before I had that mm-hmm. chance, but I do have his autograph on an Eddie Valiant photo. Nice. Um, but yeah, loved who framed, I mean, my goodness, <laughs> just sitting right here. I mean, there's my, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, my super seven Jessica rabbit, uh, figure reaction. It's also figure. a very conservative figure there. Well, those Super Seven figures are usually yeah. very—they're okay. very, they're, they're very minimalist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The art they're on very it conservative proportions. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's only so much plastic you can use. Um, what <laughs> 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 <Go to> bet? <laughs> hey. Just ask half of Hollywood. If we're um, if we're if we're talking about um, anniversaries too, I mentioned this one in our private chat the other day, but. Uh, this is about to be the 20th anniversary of Freddy versus Jason. Mm. <laughs> Mess them up, Jason. 20, yep. <laughs> 20 years, guys. 2003. It came out in August 15th, 2003. Wow. So maybe we'll have to do something about uh, to, to kind of remember that movie a little bit. Absolutely. Closer. Love Freddy versus Jason. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. That's wonderful. I thought it was a great story. Great way to tie them together. Yep. Well, especially since the uh, the documentary for Robert England just came out not too long ago, and that's oh, that's uh, right. That's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's I have, very, yeah, very good. I think you mentioned that, and I've I've really got to watch that because I love Robert. I, mm-hmm. I I I think I've told my story on here before. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to mm-hmm. sit just a half hour with with the two of us together, and I was like, oh mm-hmm. man, that was a dr- that and then when you dream. watch the document when you watch the documentary, you realize that you know not that that wasn't special to you, Brock, but that's kind of just him. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Oh, he's- He's a Everybody. wonderful guy. I mean, he it's like is you, wonderful. You, you go and talk to him at the table, and he's just like he you. You always remember him because he made it personal for you. Mm-hmm. Everybody, that's just kind of how he is. Yeah. Yep. And he wore my Freddie glove. <laughs> wore it. Freddie wore my glove. So uh check out that uh, documentary for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a box set not too long ago called uh, "In Search of Darkness." It's all about eighties, oh, yeah, eighties docu, eighties horror. It's a Is huge it- documentary, and um, I jumped in on a crowdfunding campaign for that. We hadn't watched it yet. I need to though. Let me but know when you watch it. Like I would, I would say, I, I saw that it was on. That was on a couple of the channels I followed. That was always like you know, fund this, you know, into darkness or whatever. And I'm like, ooh, I'll have to mm-hmm. check this out eventually. Well, I had to buy it because it was it came in special edition Elvira packaging. Ah. And so I've got a came with a couple of Elvira posters and you know, anybody who knows me knows how much I love Elvira. Um, yeah. So I have to, I have to watch the documentaries. I'll have, to, um, I'll have to say that I've been trying to watch galaxy of terror. Um, the movie that came out in 81 
um, that has a lot of star power in it, mm-hmm. but the movie is just really, really sci-fi, campy, mm-hmm. like cheap effects, and and uh, but it has Robert Englund in it, and, and one of you know his first major-ish top roles. And I was really trying to watch that movie, and uh, and it, it's tough to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the sound of the sound effects and the soundtrack on it are just like stop, just just do the movie. <laughs> You don't got to do all the funny sounds. It's fine. We we understand it's sci-fi. Wow. The, the, the Galaxy of Terror stuff. Yeah. So I've been trying to watch the movie. I'm eventually I'll get through it. But you know, okay. It's a tough pill to swallow. It's it's well, it's interesting. I know. Oh, sorry. I say we'll we'll put that on our list too. That's the first time I've ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. I know you, that all you, four you of us are currently. Sorry, sorry. Yes. Oh, that's fine. Um, I was just gonna say I know that all four of us are currently. Uh, watching strange new worlds i think brock and i are the most mm-hmm. caught up and y'all are still behind so yeah i'm one episode but behind me without going into a whole lot of detail i think it's off to an excellent start this season mm-hmm. so looking forward to what lies ahead and, and dragon con and is dragon bringing con. them again oh yep. man yeah yep. i'm gonna yeah. go see ethan again yep. yeah we're gonna go I'll, see ethan if there's one thing i can say that i was very nervous about carol kang i am freaking loving it right mm-hmm. yeah loving it very interesting story with her. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for Dragon Con, uh, Anson Mount is coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Peck's coming again. And then uh, Christina Chong, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Who well, plays think, Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Maybe think, as much as she loves Ethan and, and Spock, how, how was she when he gave his command? Oh, my was gosh. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I, I would like the ship to go now. <laughs> that was so funny. But so seeing, funny. seeing the, where they're taking him and, you know, especially with that first episode and, and the, the emotions, letting the emotions yeah. seep in there is, is it's a very good first episode. And uh, he, he did an outstanding job in that episode. Also, it's very yes. interesting this season. Like everybody seems like they're sitting up with everybody's got something going on or something to do, mm-hmm. and that could be good. I think that <clears> might be good, but then you know, hopefully that won't overconvolute the story. But I like to see that everybody seems to be have something going on. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think when once the two of y'all see the second episode, y'all are going to be just as second episode thumbs up. Yeah, two I meant to up. watch it today, but I got I got distracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not I'll not just... saying a word about it, but man, they tried and true trek values yes yeah I, well i've seen in the a second couple, episode i've seen a couple of non-spoiler reviews but they compare it to a lot of other episodes w- where characters have things going on somewhere to it it's, it's mm-hmm. up there with mm-hmm. it yeah yeah it's good it, it's in depth it'll make you think and it's mm-hmm. yeah emotional yeah it is it really yeah. is yeah yeah good episodes so yeah star trek series new world uh, celia Rose, mm-hmm. that, Good. yeah, that she plays. Gooding, a, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, she plays Uhura. She's mm-hmm. going to be at Dragon Con. You know, we've got our cast photo that yep. we're that we're trying to complete. So now we're going to have Christina and uh, Celia, mm-hmm. yep. Cecilia, on there. Um, <sighs> golly, Rebecca Romaine needs to come yes. <laughs> to Dragon Con. I got. Well, Somebody said she there. came a long time ago. She may have, and I hope she comes back. I really yeah. want her on this. Yeah, this. I mean, I want the whole cast. I don't know. Yeah, we, we got to get the. Uh, the hammer, mm-hmm. yeah, hammer on there. Yes, but. I didn't <laughs> see any announcement for Jess though, so not sure if she's mm. going to be able to make it this year or not. Which I hope she does because you know she's. <laughs> I'm I'm calling it. She's my bestie. You know. Yes. 
Yeah. She's a... Your name is Jess Bush, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. So, yeah. Strange New Worlds. We'll, we'll, we'll talk briefly as the season goes along about mm-hmm. that. That's just... You want a good Star Trek. Yeah. You got to... Yep. You got to watch Strange New Worlds. It's a good balance. It's it's, it's made for old and new fans. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. Uh, Star Trek Prodigy just got uh, canned after one season. I never saw an episode, so Mm -hmm. I don't. I I meant to watch that. Yeah. What was that? Was that the animated one? Yeah. Yeah. One of the animated. They got Lower Decks and then Prodigy. Prodigy, I think. Lower Decks is still going on, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I think Prodigy had Captain or Admiral Janeway. And yeah. Captain Chicote in it. I think it was more focused on Voyager. Yeah, I think I, I, I think, don't know. I think yeah, I don't know where it takes. But I mean, I know nothing about it. Yeah, it's good to see some some of the other. Maybe maybe with this, if the legacy series continues on, maybe maybe we'll see some more familiar faces. Yeah, they're they're talking about Prodigy probably getting a second season on another streaming platform, but which is weird that oh. Paramount wouldn't keep their own property. All of them are go. All of them are doing weird. Paramount, uh, Warner Brother Discovery. They're all like very consolidating stuff. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Well, so. I mean, you're a big Star Trek fan, Brock, and the fact that you don't know anything about that is probably <laughs> a good reason it's it's being canceled. But it it, it goes back to it's... how I don't watch animation mm-hmm. a lot anymore. I can't sit through a lot of animated things. But you would probably have heard about it. I've heard of it. What it is? I heard about. I mean, I heard of it. I knew the name, and I've seen some of the art and stuff from it. But I'm not familiar with the storylines. Well, Prodigy, I think was it was Paramount slash whatever you want to say. That was their attempt to draw in some more younger viewers. So I think that's Mm. that's where it went, you know. And I think they probably threw Jane Wayne Chakotay in there for some familiarity with the older fans. But you know, Mm -hmm. okay. Did any of you guys watch um, uh, uh, Secret Invasion yet? No, no that's yeah. well. I can give you guys a, a quick spoiler-free version, uh, at least my my take of it. I watched the first episode. Of course, as of the recording, there's only one episode out right now. And um, you guys know how I love Andor. Mm-hmm. I love Andor. I always talk about it. I, I finally started to shut up about it for a little while until they <laughs> you know, we haven't watched about it. it you know, thank you. Well, I mean, that's up to you guys. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. I've, I've I've stopped asking, so yeah, I figure you all watch it eventually. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so so um, it's almost like uh, Kevin Feige was sitting there and he was like, you know what? Let's make Marvel Andor. And that's kind of what it feels like. It's mm-hmm. just got that adult theme to it. It's really, I mean, this, there's really not a lot for the kids in this. This is very, got a, uh, it, it, it just feels like it's going to be a lot of intrigue, a lot of spy this, spy that, mm-hmm. you know, um, it. Uh, the the first the end of the first episode kind of left a lot to be desired. I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't watch. You guys shouldn't watch it. I do feel like you should because I feel like it's going to pick up and it's going to be something incredible. Yeah, it's this the same is, as like judging Andor by the first episode. Yeah. You can't. You I can't know this is it. building off of Captain Marvel and the Scroll Invasion. I know that's mm-hmm. that's the whole point of Secret <clears throat> Invasion. Yep. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's uh, it's looking like it'll be pretty good, but it is kind of going to be a slow burn, a lot like Andor. It's the reason when I when I when I turned it off and I was like. They're just making a Marvel version of Andor. Hmm. This may actually turn out to be pretty good. So I'm like, I'm, if it's anything like Andor was with the, the run, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be watching it for sure. So, yeah, and if, again, we've talked talked about it so much with Marvel fatigue. It's just I have zero yeah, yeah. desire to to go see the Marvels. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't care for those characters. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm really experiencing a Marvel burnout, honestly. But on the other hand, DC, what? I think I think I think Marvel burnout is is hurting maybe. Um I have is it not hurting s- it or helping it. I think it's financially, maybe. I mean the movie's good. I think we'll go ahead and go into it. Yeah. Oh, the flash? Yeah, let's go ahead. See, and like the four of us, the four of us like the flash. I mean, yes. we can easily say that. We yeah. we did a quick YouTube short, TikTok, whatever. We actually put something on TikTok. Yeah. Um, uh, review after we finished seeing The Flash and IMAX, and the four of us enjoyed it. Uh, we asked on our, our Facebook page uh, what other people thought, and we got some various forms of feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that I can agree with uh, in, in all aspects uh bad cgi yeah yeah that's definitely yeah. in there yeah. um and i've i've seen a lot in the last few days about how financially the flash has not done well i haven't right. seen yeah. box office numbers i haven't been paying attention i've been busy um and but i did i did catch a couple of articles today in passing talking about the flash being a sinking ship for for dc and you know that's all fine and well and good because that is the end of the old DC. Now we've got James Gunn coming in and going to try and boost this thing. And he kind of set it up in this movie. Yeah. I, I, he was like, I'm just going to take everything and we're going to scramble it. And you never know what you're going to get now. This is definitely a, a, a fresh starting point for DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a reboot. Uh, mm-hmm. Flashpoint, if you're familiar with that story and in, in both the tv show and in the comics you know it opens up the dc multiverse it, yeah. uh, and i think dc multiverse is actually better than marvel's multiverse at this point well yeah yeah well the way they did it the way they did it in the mm-hmm. movie it that they didn't just go hey by the way it could just be anything they actually showed us that like yeah all these all these versions of of, of different things that we've seen um show up in there and mm-hmm. You know, we get cameos, we get unexpected cameos. Yeah. Very, I mean, uh, my review of this was basically, this is like Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker with all the fan service, but they actually did it good. Instead right. of it being, you know, crappy. Uh, it had mm-hmm. a decent script and it had decent pacing. So I, mean, I enjoyed we, it. Yeah, we, I, I think... I, I think we all enjoyed it. We came yes. out of there talking very glowingly about it. Uh, it was just fun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, was it, was it the perfect movie? No, far oh, from it, no. but it, but it was fun. And honestly, I mean, you know, Keaton was the main drive for me to want to see this movie. Yeah. Yep. Big time. Um, in all honesty. Um, but it, I mean, it, it was fun. As like I said, it wasn't, uh, it kind of felt, you know, good to, I didn't feel so weighed down by DC. I just, you know, kind of felt, you know, there was, there was the comedy and there was, uh, like I said, the unexpected, the surprise cameos, which, you know, that was, that was enjoyable because so. <laughs> some very surprising cameos. Yeah. Actually. Oh, yeah. That's, that's one of my, that's going to be one of those memories that's going to stick me from that movie. A certain part of the movie's Jess is going, shut up, shut <laughs> up, <laughs> oh, shut <sorry>. up, <laughs> uh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, the, yeah, the the cameos and and like you said, Kevin, how they tied mm-hmm. a lot of DC past and present right yeah. together was was fun. Now the CGI in bringing <laughs> some yeah. of the DC past to light uh, was atrocious. Yeah, you know. Oh, the, what, the worst CGI was was when um, Ezra when, when the Flash when there were two different versions of him, mm-hmm. and you would just see like his face go all doughy ever so often, <laughs> and it was just oh god, it was so bad. So, overall, to me, like it wasn't too bad. I, I guess I always just by, there towards the end. I always because it's takes place in kind of in the uh, oh what is it the, the Speed Force. I was kind of like yeah, it's the distorted <laughs> reality. But like the, the worst part for me, I guess, with that would be the opening sequence. With that, that was the only time I was like, this kind of looks a little. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, even though, like, you know, this is, this really feels like it's one of those 90s hero movies, just, you know, one yeah. off, turn your brain off and enjoy it. Like, it's, it's fun if you, if you're like us, love Keaton, you get, you get your mm-hmm. dose with Keaton. And if you're somebody who's been fan of the DC property movies, you know, the whole, you know, not even, you might not be old enough, but, you know, you like the, the prior stuff and the newer stuff. And it, as you said, with the multiverse, it might have the best explanation of the multiverse anything's ever been done. Yeah. Yes. It I explains why that. things are different, times are different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stuff right. ha- stuff ha- and the cool thing about it, everything has happened. Everything has happened. It is all it everything happened. You know, mm-hmm. there's no write off for old fans, new fans, you know. Maybe maybe that's why we have such a problem with the multiverse in, in Marvel is Marvel was just kind of like, Hey, by the way, it's the multiverse, deal with it. Whereas yeah. this movie they were like, This is the multiverse. And this is why the multiverse, and here is what the multiverse is. And they did a good job explaining what was happening, how the things were colliding together. Yeah. Things, uh, you know, timelines were, I mean, they, they were explaining things like Doc Brown in there. Like uh, there was a point in there where, you know, he was like uh, Doc Brown explaining how the timelines work with spaghetti noodles. And, yeah. and I mean, stuff mm-hmm. like that where they took time to explain it. Whereas in Marvel, they were like, you know what the multiverse is, just deal with it. Right. Yeah. It's fine. This, this is going to be an easy way for us to not to have to bring um, highly, highly paid actors back. We can just bring in new actors mm. to do different things and just stay there from something else. Yeah. And, and speaking of Doc Brown, there are a lot of Back to the Future references yes. in this movie. Yes. A lot. That's so good. So that, was good. A, that was kind of surprising considering they're two totally different studios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like really really good references. Um, yeah, there that I, I can't believe I haven't seen a lot of people talking about already. But but yeah. it's like what you're saying, Brock. They're not they're not doing very well financially. Um, it may not it may be that not very many people have seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, you know I, what? I mean, and the elephant in the room with that is Ezra Miller yeah. himself, yeah. which I hate because he is so wonderful in that movie. He he's is, good. He's, I love he, his Barry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's really good in this movie, but he's yeah he's got more baggage than you can shake a stick at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, he's, he's no Grant Gustin, but I mean, no, I mean, he's good. He's a good theatrical good theatrical version. I mean, it still would have been cool if for if they could have like pulled off like just pulling in Grant Gustin to do this. Yeah, but supposedly he had a cameo. He just got nixed. Maybe it's in that four hour version that the director keeps talking about. <laughs> oh, we're going to get another cut of this somewhere. Look, I will watch it. Snyder I abso- yeah, yeah, I would watch it. I'll absolutely watch yeah. it. I mean, we suffered through the Snyder cut. Is it going to be four, four by three? <laughs> as well? You know, well, but definitely the, 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 uh, the CGI and the speed force, as you were saying, Bo. Yeah, that was, 
That was that was iffy, but that's where you got all the cameos for the most part. Yeah. Just to be clear, you're talking about at the very beginning when they did the him going fast. Well, that one, that one, that, that, one, that, one, that one to me, that one was worse to me than the stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. But the the, the, the opening, uh, it was still, it was. I understand they wanted to give him his defining moment, you know, as the full character. But still, you know. Yeah. I actually it, like the way that looked. I don't know. I may be the minority here, but the way that it looked when he. You know, the well, maybe was maybe it was some, was of, the, some of the things. people he was saving. I think that's what got me. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're being deliberately the, vague, guys, because we don't yeah. want to yeah. like, spoil it for you if you want to go see it. Yeah, we're. They, I saw a lot of people complaining that they had the cameos and stuff spoiled for them. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Because that the final cameo in the movie. Oh uh, man. Is what we went, huh? Uh, yeah. And like, just no went bananas way. over. <laughs> yeah. And from we what went I bananas over. Into doing that. <laughs> and from what I understand, there was like four different versions of that or three or four different versions of that ending where okay. it's hmm. different people. Okay. Well that makes Wait, sense. Wait, were they distributing yeah. them to like like each theater got like a different one or something? No, I know that that was they filmed different ones and I oh, believe this was the one okay. that was decided among mm. uh, I think from what I've read, this is the one it was decided by the the I can't think of his name he, the big guy head of Warner Brothers now there's a lot I can't D- David Zaslav he yeah. was one of the people that pulled this one and that that was one of the things that David Hasselhoff there. yeah Zaslav Zaslav what yeah we, but we it only still worked know. it still works it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> we, we we only know David Zaslav's name because we watch AEW yeah and uh, and CM Punk yep. referenced him yeah, on the first right, episode of right. Collision yes yeah, so that's yeah. how we learned who he was yeah like who is that we looked at him like oh that's the head of WBD. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so watching wrestling taught us something. That's right. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. I, I, and the cameos were the best part of the movie. And mm-hmm. I hate, we, we're just not going to do that to y'all. Y'all need to see it. If you haven't seen the flash and you want to be surprised by everything you see, you just got to see it. We, we can't was, spoil that part. Yeah. Cause that was the biggest enjoyment for me. I think overall. Of, yeah. of the movie yeah i think that was definitely the biggest thing um the other thing that i wanted to note was the um the actress that played kara um oh yes uh she was, was phenomenal yes she was i really Supergirl, i would love back. to see more yeah oh my gosh her supergirl was wonderful and i i'm glad we got as much keaton as we did because i was worried yeah. that it wasn't going to be as much um, like he was just know. kind of yeah. like a bait and switch yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, you're going to get like five minutes or like five seconds of him, and then we're just going to keep on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he actually had a very big part of the movie. He did. Movie. I, I, I hate a majority of his cool moments were all in the trailers and commercials. That's true. Yeah. Right. I had the same thought. Yeah. 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 They um, had to bring you in, though, some way. They had to hook you. Well, like yeah. everyone, uh, I, I don't want to get too spoiled, but I read somebody, somebody said another good reason why his Batman might be the best. Is you know they talk about like in other iterations like look at uh, Nolan's Batman mm-hmm. you know he he got overwhelmed he couldn't do it anymore you know where whereas you know his Batman's like Gotham's good it don't need me right yeah mm-hmm. right and that's that's I wonderful that that yeah that's yeah that's yeah. that's why he's is is the best apparently Go- Gotham <laughs> <done>. was uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Gotham was not the city that we've always thought it to yeah. be throughout yeah. all the movies if he if he went through different multiverses. And he went over to Nolan's multiverse. <laughs> He's like, why do you keep having trouble with people coming back? My my place has been fixed for like yeah. 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the one thing I really liked about uh, about this was 
you know, in, in, in talking about, you, Bo, you said that things have just happened. You know, you reach a certain point in the history of whatever, whichever version of Earth you're getting. Yeah. You reach a point where this thing's going to happen regardless. Yes. There's no way to stop this moment from happening. Yeah. And it's a pivotal moment. And, and I'm not, I'm not speaking about one yeah. specific moment. It's like each, each earth has an inner, a time intersection that there's a, there's an event that happens no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can't get past it and you got to learn how to deal with it Yeah, and move on. Yeah. So I, I like that aspect. Um, of the other time time travel and I, and I talk about like i said i was talking about with y'all but like looking back on it and and especially with this movie is like i really wish michael shannon zod could have been like a ongoing villain through mm-hmm. like dealing with superman like he really should have been a built kind of like a a, th- a build-up thanos type thing not not as big but you know what i mean because like yeah, yeah. It, and it's cool that i watched a, i watched an interview with him and he actually he he talked with Zack snyder before this movie he's like are you okay with me doing this you know, because he was, you know, he, and he, t- he, he's, and he said Zack Snyder gave him his blessing to do it because he said if Zack Snyder said no, he wouldn't have done it. Wow. Mm. Okay. So that gave me, that gave me a lot of respect for him. I was like, this is, this is cool because he's, his Zod is awesome. It, I, I couldn't help but, and, and Zod's in the trailer. So I mean, that's yeah, not, yeah, a, yeah. That's, that's not a spoiler. spoiler. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I meant to say to you that night yeah. was, you know, when Man of Steel first came out, we were oh. all over Bo yes, I to do this, to do day. this costume because Bo looks like Michael Shannon from that movie. Yeah, I do. I still need it when I have the, and I can even do it more right. now. Cause I don't know if you noticed his, his has about just as much gray in his beard as I do. <laughs> so now you have another reason to do Zod. Yeah, I need to. It's you probably sweet. don't need to seal your face in a bunch of plastic, you know, where you can't <laughs> no. breathe, but <laughs> yeah. And, um, Oh, good. Oh, no, you finish. Go ahead. Oh, yes. It's, yeah, he's, his, his was a good, I mean, I'm just saying, I just got to look like him. I, I like, I liked his Zod from Man mm-hmm. of Steel in this. So, I mean, it's, he's, he's, he's a really good villain. Like, of course, you know, we'll go back to Superman, you know, with Terrence Stamp. You know, mm-hmm. Zod's been one of the best DC villains I've always liked. Yeah. Yeah. And Batman's Batwing. Oh. 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 The new Batwing. <laughs> I love that thing. They, they oh. oh, and they so, showed that sucker off in the movie, didn't they? Oh, they did. <laughs> oh my loved gosh! It. You know, I always loved the original '89 Batwing, but of course, it yeah. crashed. Yeah. Um, but uh, th- this new Batwing, the rotating, the whole plane gyroscoping r- cockpit. Yeah, yeah, it rotates around the cockpit, so Batman's always <laughs> sitting straight up, mm-hmm. and everything else is turning around him. And I'm like, that's really cool looking. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the other thing, like people talk about, even though this is technically 89 Batman, especially they explain in universe, this is, this is and isn't 89 Batman at the same time. That's why everyone's like, well, his Batman got destroyed. I was like, yeah, but he got smart and learned this time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it's a good movie. I mean, if I know, like I said, it's, it's tanking and that's fine. This is a rebirth for for James Gunn and then it gives him a whole new playground. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not interested in blue beetle. Uh, is, is this the first movie that's coming out in James Gunn's universe? Nope. It's, no it, blue beetle and, uh, Aquaman two is wrapping up the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, okay. I, I think blue beetle is going to kind of be on its own, but yeah, it's not, it's it. I don't, I think like it was, it was like, it, it got wrapped up around the same time they finished, uh, filming flash. They both filmed, they just, you know, 
got postponed for a couple of years. Okay. But yeah. But <laughs> Blue Beetle looks too much like Iron Man. Yes. Um, to be Even honest. The, the face looks just yeah. like him. Yeah. Just I have no the, interest. Just from the character I've watched from seeing the character in cartoons and stuff, he's essentially, it's Iron Man meets Deadpool, kind of. Mm -hmm. He's he, okay. he is he don't break the fourth wall, but he's that very least serious hero. Mm-hmm. The only reason I would go see this is because it's got the guy that plays Miguel from Cobra Kai. Yeah, as a I lead like, character. Yeah, we I like, like him. him. Mm -hmm. Just don't have an interest in the in this. I mean, it's and it's I like just George all. Yeah, I, I mean, it's all. Honestly, to me, I, I I'm 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 feeling fatigued, superhero fatigued right now. I I, I don't know. I mean, that's just how I feel. <laughs> no better way to put it. I yeah. mean, the only the only thing coming out like like so whatever James Gunn's going to do and whatever Matt Reeves is going to do with the Batman, uh, that's the other thing mm -hmm. I'm excited for. I I hope they mm -hmm. don't. I think they're still that it's still supposed to be getting a sequel. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're letting that move forward and just kind of having having it a standalone story. Well, well see, so once again, that's what the Flash does. It tells you, hey, there's all this stuff happening at the same time, even though right. it's not interconnected. Mm -hmm. I read an article today with James Gunn talking about you know the superhero fatigue and it's like mm -hmm. it's, his his take on it was and i hope this is you know not, not a clickbait article that got it mm. made up a quote <laughs> from him <laughs> i don't know if it is or not i think it's from a reputable source but he said you know the studios they see oh this movie did really well let's make a sequel mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the sake of making a sequel right yes and mm -hmm. his thing is what he wants to do with the dcu from here on out is just tell the story mm -hmm. make a good movie yeah. make a good movie make right. a good story yeah. not yeah. making a sequel for the sake of making a sequel and that should yeah. start to ease up the fatigue or not and just I, making a movie because it's it's a superhero movie yeah and yeah. i think also yeah. it, to do the audience a favor it, it don't make it a required viewing for the big universe is cool but i think it's time has passed now where people are like well crud i gotta go back and watch all this mm -hmm. so i can mm -hmm. understand this just 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 make a standalone movie. Yeah, there could be references to the interconnected, but it doesn't have to be a yeah. required viewing. You're not right. going to miss like major plot points if you haven't seen another movie. Yeah. 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 And I'm hoping that's the case with the Marvels because I'm not going to see that movie. No. I have zero interest in those characters. And Secret Invasion, I, I hope, you know, to hear better things about it and more intriguing things. Cause I love Nick Fury. I'm trying to think, you know, I love Samuel Jackson, but Marvel, yeah. I'm trying to think next big Marvel project I could be excited about. And I can't think of nothing. Uh, Guardians nothing. was kind of like, was, it. Yeah. was, was the one, one of the last things I was really looking forward to as far as the Marvel, you know, product come out now, now Loki will be coming oh, yeah. back out yeah. now. The, I do have interest in that. So, yeah. um, but, uh, far f other than that i don't don't really don't really know right now the, um if they release another shang chi i'm there yeah yes. absolutely yeah. i'm yeah. there that was a that good was one. so good mm -hmm. yeah um <laughs> i was gonna also uh let y'all know that i realized after the movie that uh the <laughs> i didn't know i didn't realize until afterwards that the uh, man playing henry allen uh oh. Barry's father. <laughs> Is Ron, Ron Livingston from yes. Office Space? Yeah, I didn't catch that either. <laughs> uh, like Office Space is one of my yeah. all-time favorite movies. That's like the first weird. thing I saw. It was like, it's yeah, the Office Space I, guy. He, I was like, I kept looking. I was like, guys, looks so familiar. He looks so familiar. 
And I was like, oh, it's Peter. It's Peter Gibbons. It's office space. It's Ron Livingston. So, he had a severe case of the Mondays. Yes. Don't don't send me. Please don't send me down that rabbit hole with office space. Uh, <laughs> we don't have. We do. We'll be here all night. So uh, that's all I'm going to say. You know what I know how to mean, dogs? <laughs> I make a movie with two flashes at the same time. <laughs> That's good. Okay, I'm done. That's good. Right. Right. That's good. Uh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I can't believe they moved my timeline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, right. yeah. What's the other one? We need a cover. All the space episode. That's that's another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need you to come to Earth Ten. Uh, (laughs) and then i'm gonna need you to come in on sunday to earth 12. (laughs) oh man Uh, okay (laughs) oh man that's good oh boy that was an awesome movie anyway if you love batman go see the flash that's all i'm gonna say 89 batman if you have loved any incarnation of batman Mm -hmm. go see the flash and That's if you're, because Batman is Batman is Batman. And also, if you like I said, the fan of Supergirl, highly recommend. She, mm-hmm. she is she is wonderful. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, every, everyone in the movie does their job. There's a good reverence paid to yeah. you. Anybody who's watched, like I said, a DC property, you're going to, like I said, if you've avoided all spoilers by now, I am proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it because there's a lot of cool stuff in it that you need to there see. Even, even if it gets, you know, you're like, Oh man, that's neat. You know, it's still, it's, you know, you see some stuff you thought you would never see. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I can agree with you on that. Yeah. So, well, that's our, uh, our take on the flash. Uh, if you don't want to support Ezra Miller, we fully understand. Yeah. Um, wait for it to come out on max. If you've already got a subscription to max, then when it hits, just watch it there. Which I think it's September. I'm here. September. But I mean, like you got to think about it. There's other people that worked on that movie beside him. Think about the people that did all the editing, you right? Know, the, the, yeah. Outside of the face of the movie, you're also helping the people that worked on it. Yeah. Or overlook Ezra and enjoy the other aspects of it, but enjoy Ezra's performance because it ain't bad. It's really not. Um, it's good, but fun movie. We enjoyed it. We give it a thumbs up and uh, your call. <laughs> judging by the responses we got to the facebook thing the facebook question yeah uh, there's definitely some mixed responses and that and that's okay it's yeah. perfectly fine so well i think we're going to wrap it up we have had a uh, a wonderful discussion about a myriad of topics that i did not expect um hopefully you've enjoyed it we appreciate you being with us you guys have any final closing thoughts for this episode mm. we're getting close to 60 mm. getting old getting close. Wow. <laughs> so well, all right once again you can find us on social media if you want to interact with us we're at at bama geeks on instagram twitter facebook tiktok and youtube you can also find us on facebook if you want to join in our private chats and community the bama geeks front porch just search for that and uh, we certainly thank, as always, our Patreon members at patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the pre-show talk and uh, planning out this episode that we like to do during that chat for a little bit for our Patreon members. That's only five bucks a month flat fee. And um, we thank you and, and we thank you for joining us and watching and listening. And 
I don't think we're recording again till after the 4th of July. Yeah. So enjoy ha your 4th. Happy, happy birthday, fourth. Yeah. America. Happy 4th, everyone. <laughs> yep. America will be 247 years old. Wow. I know that because I'm a bicentennial baby. I was born in 1976. <laughs> wow. So my age plus 200. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, we'll wrap it up. Thanks again for being with us. For Jess and Bo and Kevin, I'm Brock. We'll catch you on episode 59. Goodbye. A, thanks. Bye. Bye.